We are officially here at the WNYC Green Space, and we are such big fans of WNYC. It is home to some of our very favorite podcasts, like Death, Sex, and Money, Late Night Whenever, yes. Nancy, Invisibilia, Fresh Air, and so many more. And now we are here for the podcast mixtape. Give it up! Yeah. Huge fan of Late Night Whenever. Yes, we love Michelle Buteau. Um, so, babe, uh, did you make mixtapes when you were I, a wee child? I, uh, when, you, when I was really little, when back when we were making tapes. Back in my day, when you didn't have CD burners and you just had regular old tapes, were you a mixtape person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think everybody had to make a mixtape, right? Yeah, but there was something very special about making a mixtape because it took all this time. You had to handcraft it, and you had to come up with a name for your mixtape. If you were gonna make a mixtape for me what would you call it oh oh okay i get it um i don't know are you making me a mixtape because these yeah, tapes yeah. are expensive i'm a kid i don't have a lot of money yes i will make you a mixtape but you have to make me one first okay um i would probably call it um hmm. little house in the prairie chic no maybe? no no Although, yes, yes. I'm kind of looking like I would churn some butter, right? Yes, yes. You look like a goth churning butter right now. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I think I call it side eye. Oh, I love because it. Because that's what I, that's, I know you most from that angle. Mm, oh, yes, I love that. <laughs> um, if I was going to make you a mixtape, I would call it Hating Ass Hater in the <laughs> Dusty Podcasting Jacket. <laughs> Is this, this is why you wanted me to make you a mixtape first. <laughs> I get it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm Francesca. I'm Patrick. And this is Last Name Basis from WNYC's Green Space. Before calling it, here to try and go. Why we keep it 100 tie optional? With a person from a dance to acting on the screens. You know who it is, man, it's well, Jessica Lee. He's a lawyer, she's an activist. And you're tuning to the loud. This is Last Name Basis. You ready? Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> So I, we, we do a segment called Goings On About Brooklyn, which is a, a play of, on Goings On About Town. And it's things that happen to us in our little corner of, of Brooklyn, New York. And this happened to me the other day. And it's... Uh, yeah, we need to play the theme song. We'll play song. the theme song, because you need to hear this. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, what the hell is going on in Brooklyn? Brooklyn. <laughs> Okay, so what happened to you most recently in Brooklyn? So I was on the train. I was actually on the Q train, and it was stopped for a long period of time. And there was this guy that was going, all the doors are open, we're at the station, and this guy who is dressed, it's still warm, two weeks, three weeks ago, not jacket weather. I was in a shorts, T-shirt, I mean, comfortable. To be fair, as a white, you are often in shorts and a T-shirt. As a, as when a, it's cold. I just like feel like that's important to put out there because you're adding this context as if that like adds to the story, but you've been known to go out in some flip-flops and some shorts when it, when it is cold. You have seen them. I'm sorry. I just like wanted to... I'm helping. <laughs> yes. As, as a white person, I will brave any temperature in cargo shorts specifically... Those are the and shorts of your sandals. Pe- those are the shorts of your people. Right, exactly. So this guy gets on. He's covered in a, a long sleeve jacket. He's wearing gloves. He has every part of his body covered, and he has a has a scarf over most of his face, and a hat, as well as dark sunglasses. So you can't see anything but a little bit of hair coming out of the top of his hat. And he takes these extremely measured steps through the entire car. Doesn't look side to side. Doesn't look at anybody. Isn't looking for a seat gets off on the other end of the car, walks to the next car, gets back on, and keeps going, and does this, apparently, 
through the entire train. And how were you, how were you feeling? I was terrified. Was I mean, that is that is really really frightening. I mean, I, wait, so you were scared that this was? I was I was a little scared. Who does that? What was his purpose? What was he there for? Okay, here's what I don't understand. As someone who is a horror film enthusiast, I am so surprised that you... I feel like that would be something you would be very excited about. You have forced me to watch so many terrifying films, and then you see a real-life scary person, and you are scared. Yeah, no, this guy looked like he was going to do something. He looked like he was staking out the train, like he was going to rob it or something. But, baby, you don't have any money. That's why I, I mean, I was, I was frightened for other people. Okay. How about that? You were frightened <laughs> on other people. somebody on that train with some cash. On other people's behalf. Me. Yeah, but you are somebody who loves, like just the other day you even told me that you have a new formula for nightmares. I do. Okay, okay. All right. Patrick wants to induce nightmares. I do. I enjoy, I have nightmares pretty regularly and I enjoy them. They're fantastic. It's actually the best part of my night is the <laughs> nightmares. That makes me sound really exciting. <laughs> I have a formula for this. Okay, what is it? And I'll tell you what it is. First, you have to watch something scary. Then, you have to read something scary and fall asleep as you're reading it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But before you go to bed, you have to take, and this is key, one three-gram melatonin pill and one, I think it's 10-milligram CBD gummy. Yeah, this is terrifying because you might not wake up from that. I am worried. uh, No, it's safe. It's safe. I've tried it many times. Trust me on this. (laughs) It's totally safe, but I have never had such realistic nightmares as on this little mm. cocktail of love. Oh, wow, that's what we're <laughs> calling it now. Okay, if you try that at home, try it with your own, uh, your own risk for sure. Please, I get, you, I get you to watch these horror movies with me. You make fun of me for watching all of these bad horror movies, and then when we watch a good one, suddenly you get quiet. Yeah, uh, so I, I always make fun of Patrick because he always wants to watch the worst horror movies, but most recently he made me watch Hereditary. To be, wait, to Has be anyone fair. seen this film? This is one of the scariest films I have ever seen. I was so shook. It's a thriller, but it's very like psychological. There's witches, there's, there's devils and incantations, and it was really, really terrible, and I was angry. I was physically upset that Patrick made me watch this film. No, it was wonderful because she loves to... <laughs> She loves to give me a hard time about the crappy horror movies I, I watch consistently. And, and to be fair, they really only make crappy horror movies with the single exceptions that come out maybe once a year, once every two years. So they have to be bad if you want a horror movie. Anyway, you love giving me a hard time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when I sit you down in front of a good one and you wanted to watch this one, and then she's looking at me like I'm a psychopath. Yeah, because he like, enjoyed. Because he not only did he already see the film, every single time something like really scary would happen, he was like, "Oh yeah, get no, no, pay attention, pay attention to this part." Like, not letting me look at my phone, not letting me go to the bathroom, pausing it, and I'm like, "No, it's okay, you can keep watching it." He's like, "No, you need to see this like horrible thing happen, just so we could rub in my face how scary it was." And you didn't sleep that night. No, it was. Terrible. I should have slipped at you a melatonin and a CBD gummy. We and are. You could have joined me. Yeah, that is not in the depths something... of my night. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not something that I'm interested in. Uh, the other uh, goings on about Brooklyn that we have to plug is we most recently got some press in the New York Post. They did a segment called uh, Pod Save Our Marriage. I think we are the first married couple to have positive news in the New York Post yes. about us. Um, neither of us was murdered. Um, neither of us was cheating on each other. It was just about our podcast. And it was really, really positive. 
They called us the coolest couple in the room. Yes, yes, the coolest couple in the room. Uh, when we are at home and it's just us, we split up so that we are the coolest couple in each room. Uh, and we are, are very proud of it, so make sure you go check out the one smooth paragraph about us in the New York Post. While all the other podcasts had more paragraphs, we had one, but it was a very, a very nice podcast. It was, it was a good one. A very nice one. Um, let's move on to a corner that everyone loves. Let's get lyrical, lyrical. This is a corner where Patrick reads the lyrics to uh, a popular song, uh, usually a rap song of the rap variety. This is one that was actually um, submitted to us by one of our listeners by the name of Beautiful One on Instagram. And she wanted Patrick to read the song lyrics to Little Duvall's Smile Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and before before we jump in, oh, do you, you want to oh sure I'll, do you want to explain how this so, segment goes? Okay. Because so part of part of reading rap lyrics is as a white man is navigating the N word. So what I do is I say my own name instead of the actual word. And that is something you guys can do at home as well. If you maybe are going to karaoke or you're in the car and like the spirit is moving you, just say your own name, or you can say Patrick. Um, there are people out there that actually use my name now mm -hmm. because of this. Yes, it's not a slur, but uh, it does. So you're not gonna you're gonna feel empowered or like you're doing something naughty, but you will be respectful. So just feel free to throw your own name or Patrick's name in there. So without further ado, here is uh, a few lyrics from Little Duval's "Smell, Bitch." I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you, Patrick's. I'm living my best life. Ain't going back and forth with you, Patrick's. Ain't going back and forth with you, Patrick's. You gotta be smiling for, smile bitch, smile bitch. Mm. What the fuck you be whiling for, smile bitch, smile bitch. Mm. Get my grin on, I'm smiling bitch. Cause I always get my win on, smile bitch. This is very aspirational. I, I love this. I feel like this is, I feel like I have definitely walked down the streets of Brooklyn and heard someone say to me, I know. smile bitch. That's what, that's what's, that's what's It's like taking me back this. to our neighborhood. I go, I go on Twitter and it's just, it's constantly people going like, don't, do not tell somebody to smile. Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. is not your place. Don't do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, and that I makes like great that sense to me. And I like that Duval is like, I'm not going back and forth with you. Smile. <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you more than once. But then he does. He says, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Just kidding. I will. Smile, bitch. He doubles, he really doubles, triples, and quadruples down on this. Yeah, I love that. Um, I feel like this is something that we could all use in our daily lives is a little bit of smile, bitch. It, I, this is, you know what? I actually recently heard that this was uh, the most recently number one wedding song. Lots of women, <laughs> after they had their first dance, right. they just want smile, bitch. Like, that's yeah. how they want to feel about they their special They get everybody chanting it, mm -hmm, too. Mm -hmm. It's all just smile, bitch, smile, bitch, smile, bitch. And that's when they realize they made a terrible mistake. <laughs> 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 all right, we ready for some Animal Corner? Yes, let's play the, the theme song. Animal Corner! Animal Corner! You gotta love our homespun theme songs. Oh, yeah. We literally make these at home, like, so just right. with, a, with a ukulele. And Fran's lovely, lovely voice. We are absolutely the coolest couple in the room <laughs> while we are recording our uh, very high production value corner songs. Um, so we've got some bad news 
for dog lovers. Mm -hmm. uh, turns out that your dog is probably dumber than you think. Mm. Uh, according to a new research study uh, in the Journal of Learning and Behavior, dogs do have a lot of unique cognitive abilities but they are not actually smarter than most animals that have these abilities. This is just something right. that we project onto them. Um, things like drawing information from their senses, problem solving, um, and social intelligence, those are actually things that lots of animals have. We just feel like dogs are better at it because we like them. Because we like them. And they, yeah. and they pick up on our, our intricacies and what we want from them. And because they play along, yeah. we think that that is a mark of intelligence. And they're easy to study. They're at our home, they're domesticated. And it actually turns out that there are other animals that we probably should be giving more credit to, including pigs and mm. goats. Mm -hmm. Lucky for us, we do have a very fat dog, which is kind of like having a pig. <laughs> He's, he, could be, he could be a pig. He's, well, here's the thing, though. What does it mean if you already know your dog isn't smart? Because our dog is just This doesn't not bode well smart. for us. We don't, we don't actually have a smart dog. We have a dog that can't find his way out of the hamper. Mm, yes. So now this confirms that he's even dumber than we think he is. So, so we're giving him way more credit than we should. <laughs> That's be. not good. So, so basically, he's like he's like a pet rock, and yes. we we treated him like maybe a pet hamster. Yes, yes, but I I mean like a plant. We treated him like a plant, but he was really a rock. And you treat those plants very well. Uh, yes, you know I do. Yes, we also have another dog who is very very smart. Like she does our taxes every year. <laughs> Um, and also, if, if you ever uh, listen to that sh or watch that show, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You know how they have like a phone a friend? 75% of the people phoned our other dog. Um, she's very smart. She has little glasses. And now I'm really worried about our taxes being fucked up. Yeah, no, well, it also makes sense too because when she answered those phone calls, I mean, like, like this says, we, we think they're smarter because, because they're so in tune to what we want and, and they're so interested in us that they appear to be more intelligent than they are, it makes sense that when they phoned a friend and it was Kaya, her answer was always, you love me, right? You love me, don't <laughs> she's you? She's definitely very, very... Tell me you love me. She's very needy. Um, so if you have been giving your dogs any extra responsibilities around the house, um, we are here to tell you that you might have made a grave mistake because it turns out they are not actually as bright as you want them to be. And this study actually says it's unfair to place all of these high expectations on them because they actually can't handle it. <laughs> That's why they start acting out. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, though, I have to, I have to point this out. Regardless of how dumb our dog actually is, and this is the dumb one, uh, he is more popular than I am on Instagram. So I don't know what that says about me, but... Um, but that I just... says that you have a wife that has way too much free time on her hands. There you because go. Because she manages probably our dog's Instagram account. <laughs> okay, we have another corner. We have this, and this is a fairly popular corner. I'm not sure that it qualifies, but I'm going to do it anyway. This is the science corner. Science! Oh, and don't we have a an extra science corner intro? Oh, I don't know if they I don't I know if they can like, handle I that. I feel like for a live show we kind of need to play the special science corner intro. Okay, but prepare yourselves. Science corner. <laughs> so worth the wait. <laughs> So Panasonic, the company, has come up with something that are that are essentially 
human blinders. They wrap around your head and block 60% of your vision to help you stay focused at work. Yes, these were created to help people that work in open floor plans uh, because it seems a lot of people are having a hard time focusing on their computer when they work in a space without any partitions. And so Panasonic thought, here are uh, some giant headphones that will block your vision and keep you focused on Facebook. Yeah, so... <laughs> because that's what's really strange to me is like most people I don't think anyone at work is like man there's so much going on at work right. I can't focus on my computer <laughs> no no one's actually working when they're at work you don't need blinders on you do if you want to stay focused on your on your Twitter account yeah but that's why people have actual offices that would be well if you have the blinders on and you're looking at Twitter that's like a blind rage Yes, but this is what I'm saying is that this is made for people who work in open floor plans, so why not just work in a regular office? It gives the illusion of walls. That's all it does. Yeah. I like the idea of like taking a diorama and just putting your head into it, <laughs> and then you can have the most beautiful office that you can't afford. All wood furniture, it'd look great. I, I support you in that endeavor, but I also would be judging. I mean, have you ever seen somebody that's wearing the, uh, the 3D, you know, the, the, like the, the big 3D headgear? Yeah, they always look so ridiculous, like moving their head around in that thing. I would mm. just imagine that it would be very strange to see a row of people in an office with those giant headgear things on. Yeah, but the crazy thing, too, is because they are, they are smart blinders, because it, it's Panasonic, mm -hmm. they have like GPS tracking, okay. and they have headphones, and they have everything that you need to make calls, to do everything that you could do with a smartphone. So you could just use your phone instead of this big, weird headset thingy? Pretty much. Pretty much. Basically, it's not going to stop you from doing all of the things that you were going to do instead of working anyway. Yeah, I... I kind of want one. I, I don't know. know. I, I know. just like you. We'll you kind all be of, wearing them tomorrow. You oversold them to me, and now I actually am really interested. Yeah. So I mean, it, th there's problems though when you try to say cross a street. Yeah, but you're supposed to be wearing them at work. Yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna take them. I mean, because who wants to buy two different sets of headphones? <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I do think that would, de would be definitely dangerous to be actually leaving the office in. Um. Let's move into a corner that is a fan favorite and one of Patrick's very favorites. You know I hate this one. He loves it. It is one that he talks about. <laughs> I've heard him talk about it in his sleep, in his dreams, in his nightmares. <laughs> My nightmares, yes. Yes. The corner is, oh, baby, baby. Okay, I'm going to set this up, though. We have an entire corner that's just about babies. Also, Fran can do an impression of Britney Spears. Yeah. That's, that is the that only is... reason that this exists. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to do an impression of Britney Spears at home, all you have to do is try to sound like a baby crying and shitting at the same time. You just go, oh, baby, baby, like that. I mean, it's wonderful. Okay, so this week's Oh Baby Baby segment is about the T-Rex's tiny baby arms. There is new evidence about the usefulness of these baby arms. So this has been highly contested among mm -hmm. scientists. They've always been trying to figure out why T-Rexes have these little baby arms. Um, and it actually turns out, after doing a lot of 
uh, research into some of their relatives, alligators, and turkeys. I guess they are related to T-Rexes. I did not know. Um, it, See, alligators have those little arms. Yeah, they've got l- yeah. those little arms. Um, it, they believe that the T-Rex used them to like shovel prey into their mouth. That makes sense. They're like, like little, they're like little baby forks. <laughs> they're like little mandibles. Yes, they are. They're also great for jazz hands. <laughs> um, and then you know what they say about dinosaurs with small hands? They have big hearts. I don't. I don't know. I was actually asking you. <laughs> I, I didn't know. Um, so that's what I learned about dinosaurs, T. Rexes, and their little baby hands. And then the honorable mention for this week's Oh Baby Baby is that Hit Me Baby One More Time. The music video actually turned 20 years old this week. No. How old do you no. feel? It premiered on October. There's God. groans. October 21st, 1998. It premiered. 20 years ago. Can I'm going to make it? you I'm going to make you feel even older. That was after mixtapes. Yes, it was. 20 20 years ago and you're still not into mixtape territory. No, I know. I I mean, I just felt like we should put it out there to make everybody collectively feel older and also give you an excuse to do a Britney Spears impression with the people that you know and love. You can bring it up to them and you can say, "Did you know Oh, I You kind of sounded like you were choking. That's that is like part of the impression. That is like peak. That's what makes it really good. So Burger King has this has this burger out now. It's called the Nightmare Burger, and and so allegedly packaged just for you. It's basically it's targeting people like me, but I'm a little too smart of an audience Mm, for this because I'm not falling for this. So it's a green bun burger with, I think, chicken and beef and lots of cheese and all the things that you expect a fast food place to put on a nightmare burger. And they're, they're, they studied it, and they determined that people who eat this before they go to bed are three and a half times as likely to have nightmares, to have mm. bad dreams. So and this will cut down sleep. on your melatonin consumption. Right. Just eat this nightmare burger before you go to bed. But the but the crazy thing is, is that I think all Burger King would have the same effect. Yeah, they don't have to actually package this in a nightmare burger. It's just it's, a nightmare burger. It's literally, like, it's a nightmare burger king <laughs> is what it is. Um, so my question for you, mm-hmm. because this is a segment that we normally do, is would Patrick eat that? Hell yeah, I'd eat that. Yes, you... Of course I would. Promising me nightmares? Yeah. Okay. All right, great. You heard it here first. (laughs) If you want to have nightmares, you need to check out the Nightmare Burger. Um, Let's move into a corner that we call You Guessed It. Um, So I am going to tell you a few things about a potential guest on the pod, and you have to see if you can guess who this person is. Uh, They are a writer for Divorce on HBO. Uh They were a writer on The Nightly Show. Uh, they also appeared on the Colbert Report. Mm-hmm. You might have seen them on Guy Code on MTV. Okay. Uh, and they are also the co-host of the Adulting Show with Michelle Buteau. I love Michelle. Who could this guest potentially be? I'm gonna go with Jordan Carlos. You guessed it, Jordan Carlos. Come on out. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Woo! That's 
nice, that's some nice intro music. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's very jazzy. Right? You could jump, jump, jump. Hi, New York. How are we? Some arms crossed. That's a nice nonverbal fuck you. That's good. <laughs> Hostility right off the bat. I like it, New York. New York. I love it. Holding on to it. So, Jordan, you are a dear friend of the pod and Patrick yes. and I. We've known you for quite some time. Absolutely. Um, by the way, Barry in the lead, you guys are like the best. You have you, they make the best meatballs in Brooklyn. Oh by the way. yes, that's and right. I, if you haven't do. had my husband's balls. <laughs> you wait, that sounds terrible. Um, they are delicious meatballs. They make amazing meatballs. They're like you guys are like, mm. but I'm telling you right now, they made these green tea meatballs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. for Michelle's bells. meatball party. You see how it's burned on my brain? Okay, yeah. this is like from two years ago. You had to you had to yeah. literally tea bag yourself in yeah. order. They to were called tea bags. <laughs> yeah. They were tea bags. But I have to admit, they were great. And it was like this kind of like, wasn't it down to the wire? They were like, mm -hmm. it was like a vote that was like down to like hanging chads and things like that. And it was like, in it the was like a La La Land <laughs> moonlight upset situation. Oh, absolutely. But then we won. But you won. That's right. The real winner. And um, but it was really good, and my daughter liked them too. Oh. She was like, she was like, I like the tea balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my daughter talks. <laughs> well, it's funny yeah. because we have we have history that I don't think you know about oh, because oh, I when will give I... you those thirty-seven dollars. Oh. <laughs> I don't. What, what history do I owe you? Money? <laughs> no, you don't owe me money. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, but when Oof. I when Oof. I was in high school, mixtape days. I saw you on I Love the 90s oh God. on VH1, <laughs> yeah. and I thought he was so cute and so funny, and you had this joke about how, as a black guy, you figured out, as a nerdy black guy, you figured out where in Africa your people were from, Yes, and they must have been from Chad. Yes. And I remember thinking that was the funniest <laughs> joke ever, and I was like, I feel so seen. Yeah. Like, who is this person? Um, so can you talk to us a little bit about your journey through comedy and like finding oh, yeah your comedic voice. Sure, um, absolutely. So basically I went to college and I graduated with no job skills. And <laughs> Can we, I just, we gotta <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that. No job skills. Brown University teaches you nothing. I thought when you started saying Brown University, I thought <laughs> yeah. you were going to say Brown with no job. I yeah, didn't yeah. know. Well, there was, I was that, that too. Was also, um, okay, there great. was just this lady, I remember it was, uh, I was on a uh, I'd done shrooms, and then uh, this lady was like, I remember going into this thing, it was about advertising. She was like giving a seminar, hey, you know, like you're wont to do. So I'm like tripping, and then they say you should only do shrooms in your own room, which is true. And, uh, and not so go So you to went to like a job I fair? I went to a job fair okay. <laughs> on shrooms. Uh, because I was worried about my future. And <laughs> so, then, so responsible. Yeah, but it was, it was, there was nobody, I felt bad for the lady because nobody was at this thing about advertising. And I was like, advertising? Oh, yeah, that's how things just, you know, fly off a shelf. Is somebody has to make up a jingle. You know, so um, I sat there through the whole thing. And in the end, I was like, do you like, are there jobs? And uh, <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you could be a copywriter. And I was like, okay, I could do, yeah, I could do that. And then she's like, do you have a resume or anything like that? I was like, I don't, no. I've got an eight <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> I have an eight in my pocket. I have nothing like that. And then um, she basically uh, hired me sight unseen, and uh, and then I worked for five years 
Wow. Here in, in New York at McCain Erickson on Madison Avenue. And it was like Mad Men, uh, <laughs> but with less drinking. And, and more uh, black people. And more, there wasn't many on Actually, Mad more black people. Who knew? Uh, more than just the secretary, Don. Yeah, in Mad Men. It's like, there's one. Remember, it was like the news. It was like, there's going to be a black person on Mad Men. <laughs> and then she didn't have any lines. <laughs> Don and Don. And I was like, we're done. We're out of ideas. Um, uh, so... So yeah, I did that, and um, but at night I just you know I would yearn to do like comedy because I did uh, improv in college, again because I had no job skills. So um, so I I did, but then I was like, okay, I can do improv, but I want to do stand up a little bit more. So I, I tried it, and uh, so at night I would do stand up, and I was burning my candle at both ends. And then finally I got like a manager and then I saved up five thousand dollars at my job and I was like, later suckers. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to VH1 and they yeah, like paid you in Starbucks gift cards. Oh they did. Yes. And those, <laughs> things, those things came in handy. Um, they were really great. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then I, so I quit in 2005 and then I got my first TV gig in like 2011. I was so poor. Uh, but, but you've done so much writing. I did since a lot. Then. I did a lot of writing since then. You're right. You're absolutely right. There has been. Uh, there's. There's. There is a um, story of success here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you're on last name basis. I'm so on last name. Know you're somebody. I'm doing it. I can see the TD Bank in the background over there. I'm killing it. Um, <laughs> there's a TD Bank over there. All right. So. All right. So. So. Uh, yeah, so 2011, I did the show called I Just Want My Pants Back. Everybody, hold your applause. And uh, that was on MTV. And then I started, I, I, wanted, I always wanted to write, but I, like, I was like, I can't get into grad school with my grades because I tried and I couldn't. So, so I just had to like read Save the Cat and like all these things like Joseph Campbell. And I, so I was self-taught. Like I was yeah. reading, always reading. And, um, but I always stayed curious, you guys, okay? <laughs> Stay curious, okay? Dropping um, gems. Yeah, dropping gems. We do. So I would, st- I would just write and write, and finally I got a writing gig on 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 the Nightly Show mm-hmm. in 2013, which was insane. That's where me and Fran like worked together. That mm-hmm, was crazy. Mm-hmm. She was like bringing new ideas, like the internet, <laughs> to the show and stuff like. Are you talking that? about social meds <laughs> yes. and stuff like that? Social meds. I was like, what? Hash it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was such a good idea. All right. So um, anyway, anyway, can of worms. All right. So. So you yeah. you have all of this writing experience, and I Patrick do. was actually doing some uh, research on you and oh, found God. out something I about your you. writing back. That I actually didn't even know. Painful. What's up? What did I write? Something good? Bad? Well, you're, well, you, well, you host a podcast called On Writing. I do host a podcast. And that's the through WGA. the WGA the Writers East, Guild right? Yeah, Writers Guild I had no East. idea. You yeah. never talked about this. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, ama- you know, I've got you a lot of layers. The pod. I, I like. Lot of layers. I really I'm not like you. I'm not like <laughs> you. Mil- you millennials are always like plugging the pod, <laughs> like, taking your, doing your angles and your, and your, and your Insta stories. I'm like, perhaps you're gonna listen to the radio on the computer. You know, like <laughs> that's that's my thing. You know. So like, you host yeah. a so you host yeah. a podcast about writing for the, a, yes. for the writer's guild. I actually really learned so something fun. really, yeah. really important on that podcast. Oh, what, what was it? That there's a saying, riding two horses with one ass. Do you yes. remember saying that? Uh, yeah, it's, you're, that's a Texas saying. You're trying to ride two horses with one ass. You're what trying, does that mean? That means you're doing too much. Yeah. Oh. You're doing, you're, yeah, you're, do, you're, like, you're, doing, you're being extra right now. You're doing the most. You're riding two horses with one ass. What, what that is means it? That's you. you trying to put your, your butt your, on two horses. Your corporal being... Uh, <laughs> 
with two Palominos side by side, and then you trying to ride them. I'm sorry, anybody had to see that. Uh, uh, that, that all that setup was for that. We were just yes. trying to get you to do that. Yes, riding two horses with one ass. Um, so that that's like a, a whole. You know, th- I mean, that's there's so many Texas sayings. I probably I, I probably said that, and like you know, if a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump his ass a hopping. Mm. Things like that. What I does didn't that catch mean? that one. <laughs> That's that just means that like um, when people make up excuses. Okay. So you're like, if, well, if a frog had wings, it wouldn't bump its ass a hopping. All right. Like, <laughs> or like if 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 something doesn't work, we say like that's one dog that just ain't gonna hunt. You know. Um, wow. Right. <laughs> and other such, you know, cute <laughs> parlances <laughs> from down They're south. They're all about yeah. animals. Is there a, is there a reason? There's for a that? lot of them around. Uh, okay. <laughs> in the south, there's a lot of them around. Um, but yeah, I've, I've had such a good time on that podcast. I got to uh, host Sofia Alvarez, who wrote, um, she wrote, oh my gosh, it's this amazing, please help me, kids. You are um, a great um, podcast Jupiter Brain, <laughs> Jupiter Brain, uh, for, all the, for all the boys I've loved before. Uh, yeah, do, yeah, do you know that one? Do we know that one? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's so good, and she's so great. And then I did like Ethan Hawke. I did a podcast. I have. Him. I actually have. I have like significant trouble with Ethan Hawke. We yeah, have a for personal some reason, beef. Patrick has like beef no, with Ethan. Go, I, no, I don't want do to it. dislike him, but yeah. I can't stand him. And you, okay. and I think. I Why? Think, I don't know. But part of it is that we watched. <laughs> Can I say something now? Before did he hurt you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he did. He seems Show like a nice guy. Why yeah. do you not like him? I don't. I. I can't get my. You know. I just. You hate just have things. a grudge, and it's just how it happens. But. We watched the before sunrise, before sunset, sure. after before midnight, uh-huh. after sunrise. The gloaming, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but we had to yeah. watch them all straight through, <laughs> and we Why? tallied it up. We, we to had to them watch them because we were on a podcast about movies, and okay. they asked us to watch them <laughs> to talk them. about them. Yeah, and right. they were just three movies. And we put it of off Ethan until Hawk the night talking. before. <laughs> and I, I mean, but it didn't make me hate Ethan Hawke. I tallied personally. it up. We looked at that man's face for like four hundred and thirty-seven <laughs> minutes straight. Wow. And after that, I was, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I just can't Well, take you know it. what? You have a lot in common with Uma Thurman. She couldn't <laughs> that face no more. She's like, enough, you know? If there's one thing he lacks, Ethan Hawke, it's likability. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have now become an anti-Ethan Hawke yeah, podcast, apparently. Wow, what a scoop, the exclusive. I don't know. He was, he was cool. He went to places, oh my God, we were talking about this movie called Blaze that he produced. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, it's about, a, like a, he likes little known, you know, musicians that like died in obscurity. Like he did one about Chet Baker, who I like, I like Chet Baker, but he's like, they're, they're like musicians, musicians. Right. And so he did this one about a guy named Blaze and, and uh, then Ethan Hawke, what did he do? He started, he went into this whole thing. You got to listen to it for the details, but he went into a whole 10 minute thing about how he was jealous of River Phoenix still to this day. And I was like, can we talk about the movie day? (laughs) (laughs) It was it was a little So he's a narcissist. Now you have a real I was looking for one. I was gonna ask you, can you give me a reason to hate him? Because I don't actually have one, and I think that's good enough for me. But yeah, yeah. I mean he he still has a boyish head of hair. I mean you have a boyish head of hair, but like he has a boyish head of hair at like fifty or whatever however the fuck old he is. (laughs) Uh, But he's he's and he's as like cool and like just like oh my he's such cool dad vibes like 
I was like, are we going to go out? Like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 He's from Texas. I'm from Texas. We vibed. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, wow. Patrick. But no, it's well, fair. That's on the low, fair. I will hate him. As much as, as I would love to continue trashing Ethan Hawk, <laughs> sure. we are going to explore some other corners on the pod Let's if you would it. like to join us. Okay. Uh, we have a new corner called Things Millennials Have Killed. <laughs> Things you mean like a like hunt hunting or like this got to kill, oh, like no. that. Yes. Oh no! <laughs> because what are y'all doing? As we know, <laughs> millennials have killed almost everything, and mm-hmm. we are elder millennials. Yes, we yeah. are on the end of the millennial y'all spectrum. Are, y'all are children. I'm old. But, but I'm you really are old. you're yeah. a Gen Xer, aren't you? I'm Gen Xer. I was born in 1978. I just moisturized. Do the math. <laughs> okay. That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> Melanin. That's right. Melanin that skin. Got that vitamin E popping. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Bam. Right back. That's fine. I shave once a week. So Fuck ahead. do you have any animosity towards the fact that we have killed so many things that your generation loves? Yeah, I think yeah. you make us feel like really weird. You guys like go out of your way to make us feel old. I've noticed that. Really? Um, but but please, what's the list you have of things that we've so that so we've the, the one of the most recent things that we've allegedly killed is American cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So don't American like cheese what? sales are down. They're just <laughs> bottomed out. We don't like dairy. American cheese is falling on hard you. times. I can tell it was you. <laughs> She's about that almond tell. cheese life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's about some fresh yeah. gouda. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't melt, yeah. but it kind of tastes like cheese. All you tree cheese loving mofos. <laughs> I just know it. And look at you have that bottle. You know you drink like yes, you bring your own water places. <laughs> we are killing everywhere. the water. We're killing water the water is everywhere. <laughs> we, killed, to... we killed rivers. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, the superiority with your bottles. Um so that you've killed American cheese, like yes. Kraft Singles. We, we did. It's you almost killed, out the gate. You killed Kraft Singles. Mm. <laughs> yes. How dare you? Yeah. They're they're into. They shouldn't have been by in... themselves. That's oh, how. Oh. That's how you get killed. You're supposed to be in packs. Go to your car together. The singles were alone. Kill oh, them. You're right. You're right. They were weak, and those, they got picked off. <laughs> those singles should have mingled. Is that what you're saying? Okay. I mean. Why, first, why did you do this? Is it because you guys like Gouda and like other good stuff like that? Like, like uh, Camembert? We're all lactose we intolerant. <laughs> That's why. We're, we're trying allergic. To take, we're trying to take care of our bodies. This is what, we're, gonna, we're not going to make it. We're just not going to make it. <laughs> we, also, we also like yeah. rattling Gen Xers. So we just yeah. go around looking for, we're like, what is on that sandwich, sir? Mm-hmm. Dead. <laughs> yes. You're policing our behavior, all this stuff. I mean, I can't go out and get craft singles anymore. I can't find them at the store. I have to go to like a bodega in the, the Bronx to find those. Those kind of things. I mean, I, li- I live in Brooklyn. I can't find that. It's just like, uh, you, yeah, you go out for like Guerre, basically. There's <laughs> <laughs> Guerre at the, at the. You can get a you know a Lucy and a Guerre at my bodega. <laughs> So, George, here's what we want to do, because we do want to give all the things that we've killed a fair chance. Okay. So, we know that you have a background in advertising. I do. And Fran actually has a little bit of background in advertising herself. A lot of background, as in $100,000 worth of debt. Oh, that's (laughs) right. You studied background in advertising. Now I feel like such a jerk. I was just like, I didn't study anything. (laughs) And And I studied all of the things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so we both had backgrounds in advertising. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna name some things that millennials have killed. Right. 
and you guys have to try to rehabilitate them. Give okay. them a good okay. slogan, okay. new package, okay. whatever you think will get them back on track so that the Gen Xers can again have their favorite things. Yes, yeah. so ready. The, so the first thing that we've killed are diamond rings. Mm. And, and to be fair, this is ironic because diamond rings were actually killing people. Yes, blood diamonds. So, right, there's that. We know that. We know that. So we it's that. good well, that we have killed those things, but now we have to... We have to. Re- we I have mean, to we how do you bring back that back? To life. Yes, I mean, first of all, my concern is for the De Beer family and um, <laughs> their health and wealth. So mm-hmm. it's like, how do we jumpstart this engine again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Well, you have to first of all get rid of diamond. The word diamond. Mm. Mm. You know, you did. <laughs> you did. You did spend yes. some. That's something I'd never know, thought get about. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know what's hot yeah. in these streets is carbon. Ooh. <laughs> and that's what we'll call them now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just like, like, we, like, like, start your relationship with a carbon base. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say, you know, we all have heard every kiss begins with K. Yes. What if it was every kiss begins with D? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? You want you want that D? <laughs> I just you know entendres. You know D and D. I got it. And you got I, it, fr- friend. I think you, I think that you. I think you deserve a diamond ring. Yeah. I mean, I already technically you know you already put a ring on it. Oh right. But okay. I'm just saying that if we want to sell this to millennials, they need oh, yeah. to know they're going to be some like horizontal mumbo. <laughs> you know. So I just, I just love that you locked eyes with me when you said. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I was trying to get you on board with my new slogan. Okay, so okay, so who's who? Um, who right, revived give, diamonds? I think I think I think Fran did. I think Fran got that one. Thank you. I think Fran All got right. that thank one. You, thank you. Thank right. you. I think I she it. did. The next thing that we we're trying to bring back our department stores. Ooh. And we just killed Sears like last week. Yes. And Toys R Us. So, and yeah. Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I heard man. Toys R Us is like on life support. Like it's trying to come back. <laughs> well, they have Babies R Us. Mm. You know, that's like, you know, for babies. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, Toys R Us is like, it's bad, bad. Like they, they closed the one, I think, way out in Coney Island. Um, why do I know this? <laughs> <laughs> because you have kids. I know, I know, but I never go there. I think you just and know. And you are the reason. Yeah. You're the reason that we're here. That's true. I mean, I just go on that Zon, though, and get those toys. <laughs> That's what I do. Amazon comes right there. I didn't know we Fine. were calling it Zon. We call it Okay. That's, you're, you're not going to slip past us millennials with I'm lingo sorry. like that. You know what? I'm trying. I'm pitching. Walk like, amongst us. Yeah, I'm sorry. So no, how do you work. think we could potentially bring back department stores? How did, um, well, we have WeWork. Mm-hmm. We have WeWork. Mm-hmm. I always thought we should have one for the unemployed called WeWorked. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then we should have a department store called We Shopped. That's like, you know, like basically just like you can just relive those mems. Again, the memories of what it was like back in the day of like losing your mom, things like that in the store, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, she was the black lady. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. I love that. Ooh, that's. Friend, what, what do you think? That's difficult. Okay, so we need to revive department stores. I, I'm going to. I'm going to try something controversial here. I'm going to say, if you need clothes, you got to find that D. <laughs> Department store. Oh my God. Also starts with D. <laughs> okay. I mean, two for two. Like, no, you millennials <laughs> love <laughs> dicks. We love... <laughs> like... And big repetition. department store energy, big D E. Like oh I think that God. would get people in the door. Where are which the also starts airports? with D. <laughs> like I just think as many places we can have uh-huh. sexual innuendos. Sure. 
people will people will come. So Get it? People whoa, will. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you want to sexualize Toys R Us? No, 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 no. Well, just just actually, any that, department, mm. any like you could just insert the name of your department store okay. here. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I yeah. Wow, I'm, this is so fraught. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but I'm gonna, Jordan. I like we shopped, so you, you definitely. Like thank you. You definitely get that thank one. Thank you. It's All just right, a point museum. for Jordan. It's a museum. The last thing yeah. we're trying to revive here today is Applebee's. What's wrong wow. with Applebee's? What y'all do? <laughs> What y'all do Applebee's. to Apple? What did y'all do? Applebee's. Oh, you think you're too good for Applebee's? <laughs> is that what it is? For some pop sliders and things like that? You think you Wow, think you really good? know the Applebee's menu? Uh, right? Yeah. For a sizzling like plate of fajitas coming through. Remember they'd be like, be careful, it's hot. Like I, <laughs> that was like my And jam. that's why we don't want to go that there. That was culture. <laughs> that's dangerous. That was culture. What did y'all do? What did you do? We stopped going there. After the volleyball game? Like, y'all couldn't do Applebee's anymore? <laughs> y'all was too good for that, huh? You took your, your business down to Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just, all of this is just like, just like gut punching me. <laughs> all this news that you guys are just killing industries. How do we get Applebee's back? How do we get it back? Um, I didn't know it was gone. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think you have to rebrand. You have to do it ironically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, mm. you have to do it ironically. Okay. That is the, that's the big that's the big deal. Like like um, the slogan should be like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if we went to Applebee's?" <laughs> Fire! <laughs> yeah. Fire! I like the ironic angle. I'm yeah. also gonna. I think I'm also gonna go in that direction. Millennials love avocados. Mm-hmm. And I think we should just rename it Avocado Bees. That we could, don't like apples. That could work. Don't. But I, I have I mean? to. We like apple products. We don't like to eat apples. You know what I mean? That's yeah, for yeah. scrolling, for social mediaing. Mm-hmm. You we like love, your phones, your love, iPads. We love avocados. So Avocado Bees is a place I would go. As long as I can order on Seamless. I don't want to sit down. <laughs> wait a, wait as long a as minute. You can order wait ahead minute. and it's you waiting can't. for you when you get there. Yeah, I don't want to actually And they only there. sell avocado toast. Yes. No fajitas. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Guys, you have to sit there, make you know, horrible eye contact with the people next to you <laughs> and have a horrible, rude waiter or waitress, whatever no, no, you no, want. No. That if is I what it is. If I can't order without wearing pants, I don't want to be there. <laughs> oh, come on. Guys, you know what? I think this is progress, though. Something is gained, and an apple bees is lost, and <laughs> that makes me just really sad. Well, I'm gonna actually. I think I think this one goes to Jordan also. Oh Thank wow! You. So Jordan, you. you are you are the official winner <sighs> of how to bring things back for Gen Xers. Thanks. Congratulations! You did it! You did it! I feel like Don Draper. Feel like I'm falling off a building in silhouette or whatever. <laughs> gonna, gonna. Okay, go ahead. Um, um, we've got one more game before we uh, mosey on out of here. Uh, it's a game that we love called Florida Man. Florida, Florida Man? Yes, the game is called Florida Man. Hit the theme song. Florida, Florida Man. Those are real wild Florida sounds. Um, so if you are new to the pod, Florida Man is a game where we, we read a number of headlines about Florida men or women, and our guest, Jordan, will have to guess which headline oh is a God. fake headline. We're not just 
talking trash. We are actually from Florida. We are real life. Yes. POFs. People, people of Florida. Of Florida. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that is where we are from, and we feel we are very close to you now that we can share that we are people of Florida. And now we want you to help judge our home state and decide which headline is the fake headline. Well, you, while you guys are trashing on home states, I mean, I'm the only home state that you guys can like be like, well, at least we're not that. I'm from uh, Texas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, this is so true. You're like, well, at least we're not Texas. You know That's what I'm saying? So please go ahead. I mean, I wish I had it. I had. I came from bougie Florida like you guys. Oh, no, uh, no, no. We're not from uh, bougie Florida. <laughs> Wait till you hear the headline. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So they ha- there are five headlines today. Remember, you are trying to figure out which one is not a true headline. Not a true headline. Okay. Number one, Florida man driving car full of stolen mail crashes into trailer full of alpacas. <laughs> <laughs> Number, so, uh, do, do I guess now? No, or no, 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 no. Okay, okay, listen to all of them. I'm so ready. Number okay. two, right. naked Florida man drinks two liters of vodka, burns down house baking cookies on George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> he baked the cookies on a Foreman grill? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can you do that? <laughs> And not without burning your house down. Okay, I need to make a call if you can do that. All right. Um, Number three, yeah. after faking his own death, Florida man pretends to be a ghost haunting his parents' home. <laughs> that is some genius shit right there. I like it. Number four, Florida man steals forklift because he was tired of walking. And number five, oh my God. Florida man reports dead body by taking skull into public shopping center and using it as a hand puppet. <laughs> Woo, these are very Florida. Oh, yeah, all of these seem like they could definitely happen within the state uh, boundaries of Florida. Um, but, oh my gosh. Do you, want, do you want some help as someone that has been to the please, Sunshine State? Please, please. Um, I, I see, okay, so I know Patrick, and I think sometimes he tends to like overwrite a headline. Okay. So I feel like if there's too much happening, like. Oh, you guys can, you Florida guys can judge people. my writing as writers. Yes, as oh, writers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair you enough. You know what I mean? Florida, we are simple people. We are getting straight <laughs> to the weird. We don't need to muck it up with too many extra mm-hmm. elements. Yeah. So I think like the ghost one. Like oh. faking his death to haunt, like to me, mm-hmm. that sounds a little too clever for Florida. Too clever for Florida? Yeah. I mean, you know better than I do. Yeah, I mean, is there any headline that's really some speaking of them, to you? Some of them, yeah, some of them gravitate towards me. Like, like <laughs> the, I love the alpaca, but I'm like, do I buy it? Was it really a llama farm? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> alpacas are like the cute cousin, right? Like, I'm just not sold. Um, and a George Foreman grill to me feels yeah. so Florida. Yeah, it's you like, know what I mean. Like they're there's mm. something you buy on television or you get from you know secondhand. Right. It just, that just to me feels that feels like an heirloom that people yes. have. Yeah, um, passed down. Right, that's a very Florida heirloom. But it's like but it's like George Foreman chill. George Foreman is actually from Texas, so I don't maybe believe that story. Mm. Um, but the two liters of vodka is also very Florida, to be fair. Yes, yeah. to, be, to be frank. So uh, this, is, this is definitely difficult, but I have faith in you. I'm going to make my decision. Okay, we're ready. I want to know what the crowd thinks, though. I want to crowdsource this. What do you guys oh, you think? Wanna, alpaca? You phone a friend? Do <laughs> you think alpaca? alpaca. What, is, what about, okay. The ghost? The, ghost? the forklift? The forklift? I trust your I think face. everyone, we're just going and going back down all of I the think headlines. I you're just, going, you're just like remembering them. <laughs> what, do, what do y'all think? Foreman Grill. Foreman Grill? Every, I think this crowd is so varied. I love it. 
This is a, I love this crowd too. It's a multi-culty. It's like a bank commercial in here. <laughs> Did you guys audition to get in this room? Like what? We're gonna need two of those. <laughs> It's like Noah's Ark. I love it. We just recruited from Gap commercials. Oh, uh, you did? We yeah. just were like, we called Gap and said, send yeah. us your people. Yeah, wrap them in a blanket. You got a Benetton ad. Let's do this. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's the forklift drunk thing. That sounds... What? Wrong. Wow. It's actually Florida man fakes his own death. Oh, I knew it! And haunts his parents' home. Oh. You were, You were... Fran knows me super well, and she also knows Floridians. Yes. They do some dumb shit, but he wouldn't have done that without drugs being part of the story. Yeah. And there was no drug element Melatonin, to it. Melatonin, CBD, <laughs> uh, nightmare burgers. I mean, those are our people, and I knew that they would be way too dumb for that. Wow. Um, Jordan, you... Even though you didn't get Florida Man, you still crushed it because you helped bring back some industries that Thank we you. have killed. And you were a fantastic guest. Give it up for Jordan Carlos. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. appreciate it. We also got to say, are, I mean, you can you stay. Can, yeah, you, you can, can stay. stay. You don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. I know when I'm not wanted uh, anymore. People listening will not know that you are still there. I don't know. Uh, we also have to say thank you to WNYC uh, in the green space and, of course, Brick Radio for producing our fantastic show. Thank you so much. And don't forget, we have another live show coming up on 11-14. That's November 14th at Brick House in Brooklyn. Nice. And thank you very much. If you would like to email us and let us know what you thought of this week's episode, you can do that at lnbpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us with the hashtag last name basis or you can tweet us individually at Cheska Lee. At Ty Optional. We would love to hear from you. You can also rate us on iTunes. You might have your rating and review read here on the show. Um, we actually want to know, Jordan, how many stars would you give this episode? And don't judge too harshly because you were the guest. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is just a way to milk a five-star review. Out I of would you. I, no. I would. I'm. I'm. I'm hard on myself, and uh, <laughs> I would give it. It's like I, I'm at four because it's me, um, but I'm tipping it wow. to five. Oh, y'all. Yes, thank you very much. Five stars you, from Jordan you Carlos. You heard it here. <laughs> you, I'm very critical. <laughs> you guys are just a cute couple, and <laughs> you just made. I. I think I've like you made me super energetic. I've had a long day. And I think I brought the pop. Did I? Did I bring the? Yeah. You, you nailed it, Jordan. And thank you again for being a yeah. guest. Everybody, check out Jordan's. Um, oh, you have you have a comedy special on Spotify called I The Blackest. Did. Oh my God! Thank mm -hmm. you. Look for, for him. Plug it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yes. Was, I, <laughs> except you my marriage. You are doing right, allyship the right way. <laughs> Um, I'm Francesca. <laughs> I'm Patrick. And this was Last Name Basis, live from WNYC's Green Space, produced by Brick Radio. Last Name Basis is hosted and produced by Francesca Ramsey and Patrick Condes. Our executive producer is Sasha Mathias, and our associate producer is Emily Bogosian. Our audio engineer is Onel Millette, and our videographer is Curtis Boone, and our show is recorded at Brick House in downtown Brooklyn. For more information, visit brickartsmedia.org radio. 
Special thanks to the WNYC and Green Space team for having us. Cam Tompkins, Jennifer Sendro, David McLean, Ricardo Fernandez, Utsky Utska, Joanne Klemkovich, Merritt Jacob, and Gaines Laguerre. 